Today is July 24th. The Yankees win a series in Baltimore, but lose a key piece of the team and trade season looms. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball presented to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. We got Jake here, BBD in the corner. It's presented by Seat Geek. And you can get tickets to go see the Yankees when you use code YANKS. You can get the app. I have it, okay? I have the app. It's true. I've used it. It's true. I like their color scheme. It's different. Well, that's a opened up with a Spotify ad on Seat Geek, but yeah, I want to go see Bill Burr. I just watched his stand up last night. I want to go see that. I can get tickets. I want to see Yankees game. I can get tickets. It's pretty simple. Royal Yankees at Mets. Let's see. Cheapest ticket for a good price. Sort by price. Low. Just just two seats because I want to go see with my buddy, just me and my buddy. This it says it's a great deal. 76 bucks. I saw ones for way cheaper than that. Earlier. But oh yeah. So yeah. Oh, there's a bad deal here. Dead center field. Red bubble. Don't get that seat. It's a bad deal. That's how easy it Let's is. Let's do the They're show. Seat geek. $20 off your first order. Thanks to Seat Geek for sponsoring the show. What's up, Jake? Well, we got we got some ads. I got to get one off the rip. I think we don't have them today. I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. Uh, it's a nice weekend. Nice, uh, you know, and it's dog days, man. Like I had do- talking baseball up. We have four ads on those. And it's all right. Day. You were rolling. You felt good with it. You were in the Bill Burr thing. I didn't want to chop you down, mm-hmm. but at, at the I end, watched the Bill Burr. I watched Bill Burr stand up last night. And I'm happy for you. Uh, SeatGeek does present the show. <laughs> and we love SeatGeek. And the geeks free ad. seats. Go tell SeatGeek I, I gave him a free, free ad. ad. Go tweet at him. It's talking baseball. It's tomorrow's talking baseball ad. Uh, I blew it. I botched it. We're a little later today. Uh, that's and that was on me. I was going to uh, one of my one of my first friends, uh, Andrew Skip, got engaged today. Congrats to him and Abby, Mister uh, Skip. Nice, Remember the uh, days when we used to skip? I mean, seriously. So we had a a nice little Connecticut day. Uh, hung out with them, couple couple drinks, couple snacks. Congratulating the the happy couple. So, uh, Perdona May. On, on being a little late. And yeah, man, we, um you know, interesting spot right now, Jim, because uh, the Kinger news looms large. Uh, you and I, I think we're both lost in deadline. Like, we're basically, what are we, like eight days a week from knowing, like, the final thing. Like, it's kind of, it's little kids around Christmas time, right? Like it's coming. I know it's coming. I'm not sure what's going to be there. Am I getting the new PlayStation? 
Yes. Or am I getting, you know, maybe a telescope, which I think that telescope is really cool. We should make sure we don't go too long and that we definitely put time at the back of this episode to like, I don't know if it's an award, but people are, it's, it's the number one thing. Like this boreals, boreal, boreals, I almost said. Oh. Um, no, they're not boring. That's why I wouldn't say they're yeah. not boring. They're like a very fun team to watch. But the Orioles series, the main conversation for a lot of people is with Mike King out, does, what, does that change the need? Uh, I don't know if you want to do that like right now. We got to get into the games. There's yeah, a I mean, lot of I, I think it's, from the games. you know, traditionally when we had a little housekeeping, we would do it at the top. Um, and I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, these, these games in Baltimore, uh, you know, we'll give them a burn, say anything that's in your heart, but I, I really don't think we have to deep dive. I mean, game two, if you've been watching the Yankee games all year, you knew they were going to blow that lead. Um, it's it's a good thing they survived game one. Otherwise, we probably would be talking about this a little more in, in a big outing by Nestor today. But there's bigger topics looming. And, I, I mean, you know, we'll we'll have our midweek topics up anyway. But I, I got to be honest with you, man. I mean, it's eyes are elsewhere. I mean, some someone tweets the word Soto, and I have to read the full tweet. Uh, and there's a lot of lies out there, and you kids are jerks! You're not going to sleep tonight. Because I'm going to smother you with your pillow. Not kill you, but you're just going to wake up and be like, what was that? What was that? And then I'm already out your window. And then you tell your parents and they're like, oh, yeah, someone smothered you. Dan. What if it's not like Juan Soto, but it's like Blanca Soto? I'm still reading those, dude. It's Soto season. You're so horny. What was that? Of course you're reading Blanca Soto updates. You like her. You find her attractive. She's a model. Send me a pic. www.google.com. Where's my dad? (laughs) (laughs) Almost not a joke. Uh, Should we talk King? Not while I'm laughing. Right. That's rude of you to transition to King while I'm laughing. No, it sucks. It sucks. And then it's it's not a Tommy John, which is goodish news. It's um, for now. Goodish news for now. Well, because Tommy John automatically means he misses. A vast majority of next season as well. Yeah, basically season and a half. We wouldn't see him till 2020. But apparently it's just a fractured elbow, which means he might be able to start next season on time, but he's going to miss the remainder of this season. I I also, I just don't know how that, ha- like, I don't understand how that happens. I, I don't know if it's lingering. Like, I've never, I didn't really do a lot of research. I've never heard of someone fracturing their elbow while throwing. Like, breaking a bone from non-contact seems bizarre to me. But I guess it happens. And that's what happened to Mike King. That sucks because he's been one of the best relievers in baseball. He should have been an all-star. Uh, Jordan Romano got put in over him. Uh, but Michael King, by pretty much every metric, had been better than Jordan Romano this year. Uh, Michael King has been electric. Uh, all us Yankee fans have been on the ride this year from like, okay, is he going to be our long Long relief swing man spot start guy to, hey, is that guy throwing 99 mile per hour fastballs with crazy run and then a frisbee slider? Uh, to then, <laughs> if Clay Holmes wasn't having one of the most unprecedented baseball seasons a relief pitcher's ever had, uh, 
Like Mike King would be in the top 10 of that list, basically. Uh, just an amazing breakout year. His stuff is off the charts. It's visible. I think if you showed someone watching a baseball game for the first time and and Mike King came out, I think that that person would say, like, that's different. Uh, and it truly was. And, and Mike King has been so... So awesome to us. I, uh, You know what? I think during this episode, I'm going to send the thinking of you pop, but I'm not going to phrase it that way because it's cool when Joe says it, but it sounds terrible coming out of my mouth. Yeah, um, don't say that. But, man, yeah, we'll, we'll see if there's anything else from the fractured elbow. I guess they're going to check again to see if he needs the Tommy John. But, yeah, man, I mean, you and I, I think we've watched a lot of baseball, and that's, that's not a common injury you see pop up. Um, so I, it, it starts with, dude, what an incredible year. Thank you, Mike King. Uh, it goes into a little like sadness and get better and uh, we'll see you next year, man. And then, you know, you hate to be Yankee fans in uh, the business of baseball, but this happens before the trade deadline. The bullpen has been thin anyways. Uh, it sends any Yankees fan down kind of a wormhole. Of how much does this trade change the trades? Because relievers are a priority now. I don't think it changes it that much because relievers don't cost as much. And if you're looking at for a rental reliever, and there's a decent amount of rental relievers around, they really don't cost that much. So, what this would cost is some Rule Five guys, some. Single A rookie ball guys that probably aren't on any top list of prospects uh, to get some relievers. I don't anyone that's being offered for Soto that's being offered for Lo Castro isn't really going to be in the package for Chafin or D Rob or Soto. In my opinion, the yeah, pitcher Soto. Yeah, it's. I think the Yankees were looking at relievers, anyways. I think they're going to be relievers on the market. I was looking today. I think there's going to be eight to ten teams that are selling, which I, I think that's actually a decent-sized crop. You uh, got the Red Sox on that list? Uh, they're in the wiggle area. They're in the eight to ten. Uh, Pick up Ovaldi, put him in the pen. They've never had bullpen anyways. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to... They were going to add bullpen anyways. I, I think that doesn't change that. I think it could very well change Luis Severino's out, outlook for depending when he comes back and how he looks. You know, I'm a big advocate. Of, if Luis Severino looks like Luis Severino, I, I kind of want him being my, my number two starter. But um, That would only be if they trade for a starter as well. Right. Um, but, you know, I, we've had a lot of conversations around Monty, Nestor, and Jamo as is that uh, they're – Jakey phrase, there's a world where if Luis Severino can come back and be the Yankees' two-inning guy for four playoff games, that might be more important than being the starter for two. I don't know. We got to see how he looks and see timeline and all of that. Uh, the biggest thing I'm circling is Johnny Luizaga. Um, there's there's no relief pitcher out there uh, that their high-end potential can be what Johnny Luizaga's can be. Um, he's come back. He hasn't gotten the usage this year because of injury. Um, and I, I'm circling him like he's got to be the guy that steps up and kind of returns to form. But do you think they can rely on that and not trade for a reliever? 
Like, do you think I, they can say? I think they were trading for relievers anyways. I, I just don't think you're going to be able to get a guy with the potential of what Jonathan Loisega can be. Are you, so you, but you still think they got to trade for relievers? Yeah, I had them trading for a reliever, and I have them still trading for a reliever. Like, like the best reliever on the market or just fill-in guys? Well, who's your best reliever on the market? Because I, I don't think they can be what Johnny Luizaga was last year and can be this year. Who are the guys on the market? I know that it's um, and a D-Rob, which I don't really think will happen. Um, I had a list up before, and now I don't have it. Uh, where was it? Bulmer, he's been good, but yeah, he's not going to be that. Uh, God damn it, I wish I had this list still up. I mean, I I guess the guys that have a chance to be of that level are guys that I don't think were being traded, like Gregory Soto from uh, the same Tigers team, the hard-throwing lefty, Bednar, the closer from the Pirates. I I don't think those are guys that were going to be on the move. Um, and I think those are the only guys that can kind of enter Johnny Luizaga's potential where he can be. I think D-Rob can. I, I mean, D-Rob's having a great year. I think he could, but I don't know if they're going to bring him back. Yeah, some weird Yankee stuff uh, under there, and I, I still think Johnny Luizaga's best is better than David Robertson's best. I do. I just, I mean, I, I'm not really in on Luizaga right now, so. You got to find someone that can be better than his 70% or than who he is this year and who he was in 20, 2020. Cause that's, he just doesn't look good to me right now. I he just got back from injury and he maybe hopefully he can find location, but his slider is really bad when you sit on it. Him and Chapman got the same thing going on right now. They're fastballs. They can't hit the zone. They don't feel confident in it. And then their sliders. Well, their sliders are actually only good because people were sitting fastball. That's the trick when, you know, actually Chapman slider has been his best pitch. Well, yeah, because they're sitting fastball. You see what happens when they sit slider on him and Laza. So, I mean, I, I don't have much faith in Laza being a guy at the end of the season this year. Yeah, I mean, I just need to see more. I mean, it's not a Chapman scared to throw his fastball. I, I think he was he was out for a little while. Um, and I, I think the fastball looks good. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I need to see him get, get more into the season and, um, yeah, it's, it's early from injury, but he, he looked bad before it too. Right. But I mean, you know, we've seen, you know, at, to start the year relievers or, you know, we've seen Chad green look, look awful and have to reset to start a year. So it's relief pitching. It's, it's volatile. And I mean, look at, uh, across the diamond, like Felix Bautista looks like the best reliever in baseball, uh, that that I've seen this year, and you know what, what's that look like by next year? You you you've been all over it from the start. Relievers are as volatile as it gets. Um, you know I, I've got Johnny Luizaga needs to step up. We we're going to be looking at relief options anyways. And say if the relief option really isn't there, you know maybe they still take a flyer, maybe they don't, but maybe they make the starter move the the Montes or the Castillo. You know we've had a lot of talks about those starting pitchers and. If there is one guy uh, from that crew that would kick to the bullpen and be impactful, it's Sevy. So that's that's where pitching wise, it's I'm interested to see where the chips are come August second at four p.m. or whatever. Because then, 
like we've been talking about, it's all building up for October at this point. Um, so what what's your best come October? Because would I rather have, let's say they went Montes. Would I rather have Cole, Montes, Nestor with Seve coming out of the pen? Or would I rather have Cole, Seve, Montes with a Monty or Nestor coming out of the pen? I don't know. Yeah, well, Monty can't come out of the pen, unfortunately for him. I think he lands in the fourth starter role in a longer series. Unless he pitches really, really well down the stretch. He pitched really well in Houston, so. And he's pitched really well a lot of games this season. Yeah. I don't think he could come out of the pen. He struggles early. Um, He takes a while to get going. Seve's pretty nasty. Nestor would be interesting, but he's also another great start today. It's a guy who's come out of the bullpen. He's got that, but he's not what you think about when you think about a guy coming out of the bullpen. So, that's where it, you know, it's going to be a big picture Orioles episode that, you know, you kind of have to give me the puzzle pieces and may, maybe the other wild card is maybe a guy like Clark Schmidt is ready to go another level and, and that changes what your playoff sixth inning can look like. Anthony Bass. Ooh, he's good, I think. You like him? I like him. Not sure what the fish are always up to. Mantiply? Oh, Yankees great. Snake's great, Joe Mantiply. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think it changes the market for the other guys. It just means you're going to empty the farm if you want to pick up some relievers. For me, in a, I mean, this might sound dumb, uh, it increased the importance of Soto, <laughs> um, which is unfair because he's, uh, he's one of the best players to ever play this game. Uh, but if, if Brian Cashme gets me Juan Soto, I'll do bullpen auditions all the next two months. Marinaccio, you want to dance? Clark, take a shot. Call it Medina. I don't care. Like, let's have tryouts. Have the Joker crack the pool stick and let him figure it out. Because if I've got that guy, I'll, I'll figure out the rest. I like Marinaccio. Uh, but, dude, I mean, the bullpen is scary in general. We don't have a single guy. I was texting you and Joseph. You don't have a single guy that you're like, yep, he's done it before in the postseason. We're good. Yeah. I mean, I was, I tweeted that before King got hurt, like, like the inning before he got hurt, I tweeted out, like, we only have two guys and both of them have been overused and are in new roles for the first time of their career. Like, are we confident in Clay Holmes, the regular season closer? Absolutely. I have so much faith. Can I sit here and say, I'm like confident and, Clay Holmes, the postseason closer after throwing the most innings he's ever thrown and the most high leverage he's ever thrown in the regular season. No, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that he can and and can last the second half of the season and come to task in the postseason. But you can't pencil that in stone when they've had good relievers for a while. Like usually, the crop of relievers were guys that have done it for that role for a full season, had some playoff experience. Like even King was going to be fresh. And then you got Wandy, he's got to get bumped up. I mean, there's no one, unless Chapman becomes a closer again and we feel comfortable, then you'd be like, yeah, he's done it before. But other than that, like, bullpen's scary. I know there's always young, new guys in bullpens, but that's a weird situation to be in. Like, whoa, it's all new to all of them. Yeah, and I, I do think this isn't just a Yankees problem. I mean, I, I think bullpen overusage and, you know, young guys stepping up and coming into the moment is is happening around the league a lot, but yeah, it's true. Um, it's a position that you get thrown into the deep end. 
you get and used. we've seen we've seen D Rob do it and Damaso Marte. And it's mm. like, who would have guessed they would have leaned on those two in 09? Where are you, Damaso Marte? I now have Zach Britton being our Damaso Marte this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's not really, but it's a pipe dream. It's it's someone we've ruled out, but we've heard people say his name a lot that if if there was a way that Zach Britton could have a nice little September. That would be cool, but yeah, you gotta you gotta see it to believe it. Um, and maybe uh, Stephen Writings exists. No way. I got BBD with that. There's no way. Not a not a tweet about him. How's not been, an update. What's Ben Rortvet doing? I really think he's I in AAA. A. He's playing right. I think so. Let's see if I can get some stats. Rortvet in AAA, uh, two games. I mean, 0 for 6, but he's a couple walks, so he's he's seeing the ball. Sure is. Catches yeah. it. Yep. Yep, all day. You want to burn these games in Baltimore? Yeah, let's burn through them, Jim, and the burns are brought to you by Shady Rays. I've got my Shady Rays right here. Mine are upstairs. Bang. Do it. Do it. Rum and Coke. Do it. Do it. I'm just getting caught. Getting caught on my earphones. Jim, Shady Rays. They sent us to the All-Star game. You remember that? I do. Uh, and, Jim, it's still peak summer. It's July 24th. We got a lot of sun left, and you need to cover your eyes with Shady Rays. Oh, and I forgot. I broke a pair of my Shady Rays. What? And instead of hat, they were on my couch. I left them attached to my hat. I had them at- on top of my hat, left the hat on the couch, sat on them, uh, and it broke. And I was like, Damn, I had that moment of panic where I was like, Damn, Jake, you're so dumb. You are so dumb. Why'd you just sit on your hat and glasses? And then I go, oh, wait. Shady Grays. Shady Grays. Shady Rays has their lost and broken replacement guarantee on every pair. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. It doesn't get better than that for sunglasses, people. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code YANKS for 50% off. Five zero off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. You need shades for the summer. Get a pair for yourself. Get a pair for a loved one. Get a pair for someone whose eyes are exposed and you don't want to see them. Shadyrays.com. Use code YANKS for 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Thank you, Shady Rays. Shady Rays. Shady Rays. Game one, Baltimore, burn, Jakey, burn. The Yankees and Orioles would meet up for a three-game bar fight in Baltimore. Is Wells Whiskey fine? Uh, Jameson, please, as Tyler and Tyone would square up for game one. A three-run sentence ordered by the judge. The big fella gives them the early lead. Jamo couldn't unlock the outs he needed in the third, but Lucas had the lit key to get him out of the inning. Cleanish, it's three to two. Yanks, Yankees All-Star Jose Trevino brings in Yankees platoon player Josh Donaldson. What? Good fortitude to make the score four <laughs> to two. Oh my, Aaron Judge, that ball had a family. 465 feet, it's 5-2, to two. Jimmy's height at his death, 
add one each way after IKF and Urias have RBIs. Then a mirage. Joey sends one to the Gallows. It's 7-3 Yanks. They'd cruise. Yikes. Chapman hangs one to Santander. And my king, my king has fallen. Nothing matters. Good job, Clay Holmes. Yankees win 7-6 final. Ooh, but yay. But boo. But they won. But they won, Jake. Mm. But a lot of bad vibes around it, but they won. Yeah, and this was, uh, we should also acknowledge this was coming. We did our last episode between the Houston games. The Yankees played a second Houston game. Uh, they chose not to win that game. Um, so, yeah, this, this game was a little scary going to Baltimore. <clears throat> they've got the good juice. They're playing a, be- a much better brand of baseball. Uh, they basically have the same record as the Red Sox, so you kind of need to treat them uh, with that level of respect. So, yeah, the Yankees survived this one, which was scary, and, I mean, my king goes down, and it's, it's one of those moments where, you know, we've talked a lot of trades and, you know, what will things look like? And you're just sitting there like, damn, you, everyone saw the trainer's mouth. I heard a pop, uh, which is always kind of the, the worst thing you want to hear on the mound. But, yeah, I mean, the Yankees, like, survived this game. Judge, he's pretty good. Incredible. He's pretty good. And Gallo hits a homer. Someone accidentally threw him a low changeup. So... I'm actually looking into that okay. uh, funny business. Okay. I'm interested to see if um, Gallo and Krebiel. What's that guy's name? What a gross name. Yeah, it's a lot of letters you don't like to see together. Joey Krebiel? How do you say it? Krebiel? I don't think, pe- I think it's Krebiel. I don't think people like to say Because it's normal it, sounding. Well, I'm interested to see if him and Gallo, their history, their past, because uh, nothing in the scouting report would say open Joey Gallo up with a low changeup. Right. Guy can't catch up to speed nor hit an elevated ball. That's like the scouting report says don't throw low changeups. So I'm looking into that. I'll get to the bottom of it. Okay. Might have been some money exchange or something. Judge felt good. In my brain, it was like, ah, oh, shit, we can't trust Luizaga. And then it was like, ah, oh, shit, we can't trust Chapman at all. And I sent out my tweet, and then I went, oh, shit, Mike King's out for the year. It's like, okay. So we just lost a lot on the reliever death pool. Yeah, I mean, Chapman is, is in, like, another world. Um he opened up so good. He threw five fastballs right away. They were 98, 99. He put, pumped in one at 100. They were in the zone. Then he went to the splitter on the 0-2 pitch for the second at-bat, back to the splitter, then could not find the fastball again. And then uh, slider's the only thing you could throw for a strike, and it's such a bad pitch. Yeah, it's... Because I, I do think it needs to be said, and we've said it on Hins here before, he used to have a better slider. Um, I, I agree with you that it 
a chunk of its effectiveness was playing off a 100-mile fastball, but it used to be like a sweeping slider. It used to come across the plate. I mean, it looks like... It, it looks like the definition of, like, if you were to put a hanging breaking ball. Like, it spins and it moves just a little bit, but you can, like, see where it's going. And it's it's tough to watch. It's weird. I have no idea... What is going on in his head? I mean, the Yankees have had to hammer this home. Remember the the mound visit by Matt Blake where he basically yelled at him, throw a fastball, and then he did the game before. That was the last appearance, I believe. So yep. then he came out throwing fastballs, and I was like, oh, wow. They did it. I was, like, live-tweeting the at-bat because was, it was so predictable. It was like, oh, no, he's going to sit slider here. Don't throw him the slider. And then, boom, home run. Yeah. Uh, and Santander has been just a Yankee murderer, so that was, that was as as bad as it could line up. Yeah, it it's tough. I mean, everything we say about bullpen and being volatile, it, it's tough for me to fully write off Chapman because uh, I would love if there was a day when we're like, well, A, I don't think we can get rid of him at the deadline. I don't think anyone wants him. And B, I would love if there was a day in late August where we're like, hey, Chapman's thrown only fastballs for a week, and, it, and it's looked better. Uh, do I think... Do I think or know that day is going to happen? No. Um, but let's see what the chips look like come August 2nd. Um, I'm not saying buy stock, but <laughs> might might be the only stock we have left. Yeah, it's a pretty scary thought. Those first five pitches were not bad, but if he doesn't have his fastball, he's got he's to work on two things at once now. Locating the and making the slider sharp again, that might be too much to work on. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one thing. It's it's find the fastball. Um, that's that's it, and that's where... The first slider he threw was in a 3-2 count. He hadn't thrown one all inning, and I was like, that's a ballsy-ass pitch. And they, I think it was and uh, I think it was Rushman or what is it, Adley. And he swung right through it, and I was like, that was, that was a strike by surprise, not like a good pitch. Trick him. Still tricking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was actually Avarex on the pitch because then he was like, oh, I got a swing and miss on my slider. Let me throw it some more. It's like, nah, man. Uh, nah. What else you got from this one? Judge good. Like, really good. Um, Tilo gets a start. Gallo gets a start. Gallo homers. Gallo walks. And Judge gives him some nice little brother treatment. Two caught stealings in this one. Uh, Rushman was showing off the tools. He's a uh, he's a fun watch. Mm-hmm. Stan goes over four, which is a little of note because he hasn't been playing. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on there. Licky with a huge outing. I don't know if he gets talked about later. And uh, Tyone. Pretty much with the dud and just losing himself in that third inning. Um, it's another big outing by Lucas Litke. Yeah, Tyone's scary now. I mean, it was a good outing against the Red Sox. But just couldn't find the zone. I don't know. Got helped by a double play early on. And then he walked three guys. His highest walk. Whatever. It was bad outing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's it's that I don't third know if it's in- MF or yeah. That third inning he had one, two, three, four, five, six at bats 
that were over five pitches. So the Orioles kind of worked him, and he kind of didn't have a way to get out of it. Yeah. Well, he opened up the game walk, walk, too. Right. Got the double play. Just didn't look sharp. Still tinkering. That's all. They won the game, felt like a loss. Mike King sure did. Yeah. All righty, let's go to game number two. Garrett Cole's going to be tasked to be an ace. Cole versus Lyles, both boring on the baseball field on opposite ends of the spectrum. Two A's, two bases for big Aaron Judge. And then Jesus was a carpenter, and he sure is on this Yankees team. Solo home run makes it 2 nothing. The big fella again, another RBI single. It is 3 nothing. Yankees after four. But oh no, here come the birds. Mullins, Rushman, Mateo. Mullins again to take a 4-3 lead. Cole went out for the extra inning. He was the best option, but the birds got him. And then, oh boy, Shane Green. Urias hits the 3-1 homer. Sure was not easy being green. Yankees lose a game. How about that? Birds bullpen 6-3 final. This was kind of like your nightmare. Like, oh, the bullpen. We're down a guy we like. The two guys we can't trust anyway are out. Chapman and Laza had thrown two innings, so they weren't even coming in. So your best laid plan is Cole for seven, Juan D8, Clay nine. And Cole was at like 36 pitches after two or something like that. And it was like, come on, Garrett. Like these are the these are the games where you gotta step up. Smashing fruit. It was fucking so hot out. And then, like you said, he was the best option to go out for the seventh. Like, you don't have anyone else. It was a Abreu, like, that was the other guy. And you got to stretch him. He's got a lot of pitches, and he gets popped. Double, single. Yeah, and he uh, they did a really good job on the broadcast. He, he had those first... I think those those two hitters in the seventh, he, he had him with two strikes and he went to his breaking stuff and, and they each got him. The second one's off the end of the bat, but that's a breaking ball off the end of the bat for a single. So, uh, you know, you, you appreciate Garrett. He, you know, we, we've made a lot of jokes at, about Garrett and some of the stuff this year. He's act, He's been fantastic. I mean, some of the quotes this year and watching him just go to town on that banana, that's a... Uh, I mean that's that's what you pay the big bucks for, um, and then he he turned they turned the double play after after he had the ball go off his glove and he's laughing he's laughing uh, he's he's a funny guy, uh, so yeah I I don't know I mean you could I I think Joe's had the first tweet in like the the fourth or fifth inning oh also the, in this game isn't necessarily on the pitching. The Yankees went one for 14 with runners in scoring position. They, this shouldn't have been a 3-0 lead. This should have been a 6-0 lead, and we should have been fine to go to an Albert Abreu or something like that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you want to 
have a ton of runs, but you got to need to win 3-0 games. It's a different mm-hmm. Orioles team, you know. I, you know, we we see that bird and it resembles something else. But I mean, those those four guys that came out of their bullpen in this game: Baker, Perez, Bautista, Lopez. I mean, they've got, you know, they they've got some like 20, 2015 Royals light vibes with with some of those guys. I mean, Bautista, man, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. It was awesome. I was I like Googled his pitch grip and everything. I was crazy. Yeah, the splitter. Shane Green comes out, and I'm like, this Shane Green? Yeah. And almost like, this is the Shane Green I watched as a starting pitcher in, in 2014? Or whatever year it was? 13? 12? 11? I don't know when that was. One of them. I think it was 13. 15? When did Jeter retire? Four. 14? 14 was Jeter's last year. So 14 it was Shane Green. D, so it would have uh, been 14. He's a starter. I remember liking him. And I was like, this felt like you sent your kid away college he ended up going to jail mm. and then you saw him like eight years later and you're like you're my son i was almost like get the yankee uniform off him he doesn't look like a yankee he looked like a vendor found his way on the mound in a uniform i was like this is an imposter didn't look like a yankee to me okay uh, the mustache and like the hair and just kind of like his general demeanor i was like yeah, it's a guy that has MLB saved, so he's trying to bring out a closer look, and I, I, I agree I didn't like it. I, I don't know fully on some of that sentiment. But, yeah, he uh, – I mean, it, it's so funny because, you know, it's it's baseball. It's easy to daydream, and I'm sure Shane Green's daydreaming a little bit today where, um, you know, Shane Green, this guy's pitched a lot of MLB innings. He's got 67 career MLB saves. Matt Blyke. Um, you know, is, is this going to be a part of the Yankee season? And then bing bong, uh, basically a game losing Homer. And then you're off the team. Welcome. Welcome back to the show, kid. Uh, so that was tough. Was tough. Was tough. It didn't, it didn't look great. I agree. It didn't look great. Oh, right, I was talking about his stuff there. Um, his look. Same. <laughs> Both. He's looking at his pitches. It's like, I don't think. Okay. Now he's off the team. Off the team. No longer on the Yankees. Him and Weber in some like Weber hallway. Oh, see, he doesn't think Weber can hang out with him at all. No. Yeah. Weber goes like, what's up, man? Yeah. You got DFA too? Yeah. It's a hallway where we hang out in. Pushes him into a wall. Shane Grabs the grabs the uh, payphone and just donks him in the head. You'll never talk to me. Oh, I think this is call is for you. Bam. Okay, game three. Game three. A rubber match, and the Yanks would look to get a tasty cup of coffee from Cafe Nestor and hold the creamer for in the form of Dean for be more scoreless through to Yanks order three in the third. DJ 26 with an RBI double. Then, my goodness, potential MVP Aaron Judge with another home run. It's three nothing yanks it stay that way into the six because all-star nestar six innings pitch zero earned runs seven k's ikf 
RBI. Don't use Jose B, use Jose. RBI double for Trevino. Hicks with the walk-off RBI due to cramping. And a game Yankees fans thought they might schmidt the bed. Clark gets the three-inning save as the Yankees win 6-0 and take the series two games out of three. Way to go, Yankees. Way to go, Jake. Way to go, Yankees. Way to go, Nestor. Way to go, Judge. Way to go, IKF. Way to go, Clark. Mm. Way to go, Trevino. Trevino. Yeah. Kind of needed this game. I mean, there's a lot going on. I couldn't add more to the plate. So while this didn't take away any of the fears and worries that games one and two presented, and it was like a numbing agent. It's like, just forget about it for a while and watch them win six nothing. And, and I guess Clark helps a little bit, um, but it was a nice distraction from the worries. And then trade deadline stuff started looming, uh, or like you know rumors or hug watch. And then I was kind of like, "Fuck this game! I'm watching hugs." Yeah, we had some some of the minor league guys leave the game due to heat, which would. Hey, I'll tell you something right now. Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Love it. Um, give me the trade. Yeah, it's uh I, I don't know. It's kind of like if you're walking the city streets and a bike almost hits you, like, you know, you could be mad for a second, but it didn't hit you. The Yankees ended up winning this series. Uh both uh coming into this game, you were scared. At the end of the Mike King game, you're scared just because of the the emotional like tragedy that had already happened. Uh, Glaber out and left and Glaber running the bases. We'll see if he gets some more shout outs. But uh, yeah, fairly big start by Nestor uh, coming off the all-star game that he pitched in. Um, and Yankees win on the road at Baltimore. That And that should mean a little more than that sentence has meant in the past six years. They don't lose the series. And that's right. phenomenal. Good job. But the bad vibes that kind of surrounded this, all that, I love it. Nestor kind of dropped the cutter a lot in this one um, and brought in the changeup. I believe more than usual for him. So he looked good. Looked sad when Boone took him out. He wants to be the ace again. Remember the Cole, Cole Nestor ace stuff? He wants to go out for that seventh. I like it. Job, Clark. For him. You got anything else in this game? Judge Homers. Uh, Stan doesn't play again. Have they said anything? I was I was kind of driving and helping out around the house while I watched. I'll uh I'll double check with Hokey Pokey. I don't know if I saw any Stantone quotes. Uh, Shout thought- out to the Yes app. I know. I mean, not even really shilling. Like I can like do stuff around the house and just have it in my hand. Like I'm unloading the dishwasher Same. with my right hand and the Yes app game games in my left hand. Like technology is wild. I remember when it first came out, I was pretty juiced up, and that was why. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Noah, I don't think we have any Stan quotes yet, so uh, we'll see. And, I mean, the other guy, if we're talking about Stan right now, we should probably mention Wandy, right? What is there to mention? I mean, he hasn't he hasn't pitched 
in a long time, and we've needed bullpen. I guess so. Was there ever a moment where you thought it would be him and they used someone else? I mean, how about the Saturday game? Like going cold to Abreu instead of cold to Wandy. But they were they were winning when he came in still? Yeah. Yeah, were there, and there were, there were uh, righties up? Um, I mean, I could get back in there. I mean, either way, we're we're talking about depleted bullpen depth, and Wandy hasn't pitched since a while. I guess so, but I just, I never, I never, I never, I know that, but I never had a moment where I thought, why didn't Wandy go in? So that that Abreu was it? It was pretty popular on like Yankees Twitter this weekend that they they think Wandy's hurt. They do. That sucks. Well, what? He hasn't pitched what? since July 15th, so 10 days as of tomorrow. Or 10 days as of today. With four All-Star game break stuff? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Hopefully he's not hurt. That would stink. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's... um. Cedric Mullins came in. Abreu's first batter with Mullins. So. Yeah. Weird. Wandy's splits aren't like he's really good against lefties. Yeah. Two, 237 OPS versus lefties this year. Uh, 586 versus righties, which is insane for a lefty. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, that's I think that's another reason the bullpens felt a little thinner. Um, who knows uh, what's really going on. Like, if... If Stanton's not in the lineup Tuesday, uh, it's raise a red flag. Uh, it, they, or I think the only quote they got was they said all-star game stuff. They said he was worn out in, in classic Yankee fashion. They didn't really say a body part. He's going to the IL? No. Are we talking Stanton or Wandy right now? I, I transition to Stanton. I know they were saying on the broadcast during the game that Stanton kept saying pregame. He wouldn't give, like, specifics on what's going on, but he's like, but I'll be in the lineup Tuesday, and I'm available off the bench today. So like, print whatever you want, but a little fiery about it. It's so he was warming up today. People are saying Wandy was warming up today, which really makes the other game weird. He must be battling some issue of some sort. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, hey, it'll come out in Brian Hoke's book at the end. But, yeah, it feels like there's a little bit of all-star. Stanton coming down. Maybe Wandy had something happen at some point that hopefully with the off day tomorrow, maybe we're we're in a better place come Tuesday. Just. Uh, all right. Forget what I was going to say. But, yes. You want to go to awards? Yeah. The chat's saying he has a back thing. He had a back issue when he went on the I.L. earlier in the year. Wandy or Stan? Wandy. I mean, I don't think there's anything anything out there, but... Um... I don't know. So they talked about it on the broadcast today, which I was watching on very low volume, so... I'll tell you what Wandy doesn't have... Premature ejaculation. 
I think he does, and he's proud of it. Roman swipes. Jimmy, Roman swipes are clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. There is no prescription needed. The PE treatments are safe, effective, and used by millions of men with free two-day shipping. Here's what I'll tell you. If this is something you are dealing with, why not mix it up? Try something new. You said Nestor was throwing the change up today. Throw in a change up. Try Roman swipes. What's the worst that happens? They work for you? And then you're just really good at sex. People start calling you sex god. That, oh, such hell. You produce talking yanks, grow out your beard. Roman swipes. Go to getroman.com slash yanks today. If approved, you'll get $10 off your first order. Getroman.com slash yanks today. $10 off your first order. Go check it out. Give it a shot. What are you doing? The first award we give out here on Talking Yanks, it's very special. Mm. It is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. And Jake gets to go first in an attempt to win God's hand. I, uh, I almost was going to do a cop out my king. Okay. But my pride of the Yankees is Aaron Judge. Only for the 8 for 13, uh, he led the team in hits, runs, and RBI. RBI with 8. No other Yankee had more than 2. Uh, three home runs this series. A stolen base at an appropriate moment. Uh, some good defense in center field. His big Aaron Judge was back. Uh, it was kind of, <laughs> it was kind of one of those like happy he didn't do the home run derby moments. I, I know that's kind of pathetic, but you're you know we're a fan of the Yankees and we like seeing him look good. Shohei had gone nut job the past couple weeks, uh, kind of on both sides of the ball, and it was like okay, Shohei's gonna run away with the MVP because that's the guy he is. Uh, I think Aaron Judge. And I hope he shows the rest of the way uh, that he is going to be a part of the conversation the rest of the way, no matter what happens. Because, man, he is so locked in, leads the league in runs, homers, and RBI, total bases. Um, And there was a little bit there when he was having that slump that his numbers got to a, I mean, again, don't get me wrong, he had a 958 OPS after the first game. Or or no, he had a 950 OPS after uh, the first game in Boston. And, you know, he'd been one-dotting for so long, and it's still so elite, but, like, it's not elite-elite. Now, uh, <laughs> he's he's back in his own rare air with the OPS of 1.025. So, he's uh, he's back, baby. So, that's, that's good. That is good. He's so good. The home runs were needed, and for him to hit him, in a bunch like that, I mean the Houston one. Let's not forget about it. It was it, it was potentially a big home run to get that game close, and then three in Baltimore, bombs, just bombs, like pull side homers. Do you remember when Judge would homer a lot? People were like, he's not pulling the homer though. That was a fun complaint. I mean, we were laughed at it at the time, but it was right. still fun. Um, 
That was pretty important. I hope I hope he carries this. Uh, he was slumping. Like, he was slumping. So, Batting Looney said he apologized for his first at-bat today. He said, I'll make it up for you. And then homered in a second. That's good. He's batting 294 now, if you're a batting average elitist out there. Uh, and, yeah, special guy who's hopefully lining up for a, a special second half to, to finish the job. Cool, man. When he was asked about like, Judge, he was basically just being fed quotes like, talk about how good he is, you know? And then the guy, the reporter said, and he, you know, usually sluggers don't hit for average. Judge is hitting 294, and he's slugging. And Booney got very serious and said, it's important to him. It's very important to him. And I was like, what is that about? Mm. I took it as a shot to Gallo. I'm going to be honest, but it's just on my mind. Booney and oppressor basically turns into an alien. Um, I, I, someone's told me that he sounded like you recently. Who was I? I was watching a post game with someone. Oh, it was Nate. You... Aaron Boone, you see literally his brain having an argument with itself before he answers press. Well, he wants to fight the reporter, and then he's like, all right, well, shit. How do I answer this? Not piss off my player. He goes through, like, four Uh, answers. He's like, what's what's the answer I want? What's my natural answer? What's the answer I should give? What's the answer the reporter wants? What's the one Zillow doesn't want? And then he kind of of just takes words from all four and, and kind of hopes it lands. And it works. I love him. Me too. I like post his post games, even when they piss me off, because I just respect it. Right at this point, he's doing a form of art. Who'd you he say your doing. pride was? My pride of the Yankees, and this is tough because I want to give it to two guys, but you're probably going to veto that because you're Gestapo. Yeah. So I'm just going to give it to one guy, and I'm going Jose Trevino. Started two games, had eight plate appearances, had five hits, RBI in game one. Every run mattered there. Four hits, first four-hit day. And Booney got to drop this line again in his post-game press. I was like, how about Trevi going four hits? And he goes, well, that's our all-star catcher. It's like, sure is. You didn't try and act like he didn't deserve it. Or it's a bad field, or if it's a position that low bar, or he's been slumping lately. It's like, no, well, why wouldn't he go get four hits? He's our all-star catcher. And I love Cameron Maven on the broadcast, just saying once again, pinstripes either bring out the best or the worst in you. Some guys love him. Trevino grew up a Yankees fan. Like he's good. And we he should be given the he should be given the chance to be good for a full year. Cause I already think Yankees fans, when they see him slump for two weeks, they're like, Yeah, well, he's got to regress back to like well, who he was, and sure, maybe he will a little bit, but this felt like a good, like, no, guys, I can, I'll still do some stuff. It's a good series by Trevi, and I was proud of him. It's baseball, right? Anything can happen. That's why I, I, I laid into that in my burn that, uh, like, the all star Jose Trevino drove in our platoon guy, Josh Donaldson, uh, which, but before the year, if, if you said any of those words, uh, you'd get laughed at and say you're not like a Yankees fan. So uh, what Jose has done, and now, yeah, man, to to th- to throw this at us kind of right after the break, like, I'm still going to be here. Like, I- I'm still going to be your guy. I'm going to be Trevi. Uh, 
in a game that, again, would be a very different show today if, if the Yankees did not win it. So, stud. Jose Trevino. Looks good in the uni. I think that deserves to be talked about a little more. Okay, going up high on me. I think it deserves to be talked about too. Is that the same paper towel? Yeah. Is it getting like crusty or anything? Uh, maybe the part that's like in the ceiling, but not the part that's hanging. No. Nice. That's dude. good. Good. Swag. Yeah. Uh, now you get to do the next award, which is a bad one. Yeah. You Yankee motherfucker. Hmm. I see you, Shane Green. No, no, no. Um, I will go with as my Yankee MFer. Remember, remember. Dude, I'm going to do Chapman, bro. Okay. I'm gonna do Chapman. We we already talked about it. It's uh, it's it's tough. I mean, I can only imagine the internal conversations going on through his head right now. But like, what's up, dude? I I don't know. Throw fastballs. You need to throw your fastball. It's what made you like a, a legendary pitcher in this game. Um, I I assume that's what Matt Blake is saying. Throw your fastball. At this point, the results have been so bad. Why wouldn't you just throw your fastball? And if the results stay that way, they're the, it's the same results. I don't know. It's bad. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. He was so sweaty, too. So sweaty. The brim of his cap looked like it was dunked in water. Can I tell you something, man? What? I think he dunked his cap in water to try and get like fake machismo mm. of sweat. I, I honest to God, that thought went through my head on the while I was watching and I was like, that's fake sweat. He's trying to fake because he's a good when he's sweaty. Right. And I don't think it's true. The fact that you just said it was dunked in water. I literally said that to myself while I was watching. I was like, I think he might have faked his sweat. It's the most wet I've seen a complete brim of a baseball hat. Like, yeah, it looked dunked in water. So I do, I'm 25% of me right. believes he dunked that in water in an attempt to fake get into the sweaty zone he likes being in. Or he, I mean, that's op, option one. I mean, maybe he tried his, like he tried to get as much sweat. It also was so hot outside this weekend. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll that brings me from 25 to 22%. It was so hot, dude. I was struggling. But that would also lend me to think he dumped his hat in cold water. It's so hot. Right. It's a great move. Right, but he also does sweat, and maybe he's trying to tap into the sweat, so he's tried to Were sweat you doing more. outside stuff? Bro, I don't want to talk about it. We went to see Top Gun, which was fantastic. We've been waiting for a hot day to go to the movie theater. Bing bong. Top Gun. 88 Jerry's on the watch and baggage scale. It was great. Yep. It was fun. Sure. Cool. We watched it on the west side. Jess says, let's walk home. I said, no. We just did a whole activity that was to dodge that. Yeah. She's like, no, it's Central Park. We'll walk in the shade. 
It's too hot. Yeah. So I just went sad, hot dog through Central Park. And just like me and every dog looking at each other like, it sucks, huh? <laughs> I do. I see that. Yeah. Like, how many dogs did you make eye contact with? <laughs> every one. They saw you on a leash. Yes. They see me as a peer. Yeah. We were all looking for puddles. Was Jess not miserable? She's having a blast. At one point, she brought... Do you think this is punishment I'm not for making her out. live in the Northeast? I'm not airing out our dirty laundry. Do you think it's a punishment for making her live in the Northeast? Like, she has to deal with January, so you have to deal with July. Jess does stuff kind of nice, which is nice, but, like, she think, she does the first step. So we were going to the movie theater, so she brought, like, a bag with a blankie to, like, be as comfortable as possible, which, like, I respect that hustle. Don't get me wrong. But then we had to walk back with the bag with the blankie in it. And at one point, she knew she was joking because it wasn't happening. But she gave like a, mm-hmm, like for me to take the bag from her. I was you like, don't carry You're stuff. out of your mind if you think I'm grabbing that bag right now. Yeah. I mean, you don't like carrying stuff. Who I almost does? stayed in the park. Yeah. Just you like, would have died. It was hot, man. Just wait till nighttime. It was hot. I was, at, well, I was down the shore, so it was a little less hot. And I was in the right. ocean, so that was nice. That is nice. But Friday, I didn't even go outside. Yeah. I, I had to work and stuff, but I was like, I'm not going outside. It was Saturday, like 6.30 p.m. Right I burned my feet so bad. You like Bottom that, of my though. Feet. You like that a little bit, though. I do like that a little bit, but it was more than, it was more, like, it was, I had to hand Katie James and be like, and then run. Right. It's just a pathetic look. Take the baby, my feet are burning. And then I was like walking kind of fast on the hot boardwalk and I just, uh, I hit a nail and just ripped my toe apart. So now I'm walking on the hot boardwalk barefoot, like on the side of my left foot, just like hobbling. Who's your MFR? The heat? uh, No, no, I had an MFR planned. Planned. I'm not going to do SG because whatever. I'm not doing it. Okay. And I'm not doing JG either because I'm over it. Okay. So that stinks because it's going to come down to other people that don't deserve it. Right. With SG and JG out. So it's going to JT, Jameson Tyone. Bad start, dog. Yeah. At, at this point, until we trade for relievers or guys come up, Hey, starters, pitch innings. Just one start like that kills it. Pitch innings, allow the offense to give you a lead before we have to go to the top top guys. That's Them's the rules. Tyone didn't do that, so he gets it. Them is the rules. His next start's against Kansas City. You hope that's a get-right start. Because, um, yeah, got to keep the ship going the right way. Yeah. Him and Monty with a little bromance going. I don't know if people are talking about that. If I'm matchmaker.com, right. I'm kind of saying not on our site. Yeah, no, like they're neat. Both of them like go back, like 
They don't What's realize. That, hmm, I didn't have that working out. Both of them go back to their significant others and they tell another story. Like, I was talking to Jordan today and then he's like, I, I was talking to JMO today and they're like, wow, you're, you're, you're really starting to like each other. And they're like, no, like we're just teammates. <laughs> just next to each other. But I mean, by default, I mean, Cole yeah. is so much. Um, Nestor's, I mean, Nestor, he's kind of talking to everyone. And Monty doesn't even ask Cole questions. He tried <laughs> for one yeah. season, 2020, and then yeah. he's just like, oh, no. Monty- he asked the ball boy. <laughs> Monty asked the clubby, like, hey, you think I, you, you think my shoulder should be separate? Whatever it is. You think I should use my cutter? And like, I don't know. Ask Cole. And he's like, oh, no. The answers Garrett gives to Monty's questions, Monty doesn't think Cole understands his questions. No. This, you, yes. me, you just answered a totally different question. Yeah. Right? Cole answers the question. How many times has Monty asked the question uh, to the group, hoping anyone else would answer for Cole? <laughs> and then Cole gives a thorough, long answer, and Monty just goes, uh-huh. So unsatisfied because yeah. he's like, I didn't understand shit of that. If Jameson answered, I'd get it. See, so now here. he started answering Jameson by him talking, asking Jameson by himself. That's why they're buddies now. Got to the bottom of that. You get to give it an award. Uh, James, my yeah. first award. And by the way, no ad here. Little ad. Warehouse Games. We have a huge floor ball tournament coming out. Starts tomorrow. Monday night. It's uh, probably the most well-produced piece of content we've ever done. If you ever go watch minor league games or college games that you stream and stuff, it's crazy what we pulled off. It's such a nice production. It looks good. Um. Yeah, Warehouse Games YouTube channel. BBD's in it. He's not on our team. Another team. With We Got Ice, me. Captain of We Got Ice. Me, Jim, Sam. People probably know Sam, some of the other stuff. I'm in How did you become captain of We Got Ice? Um, Well, we all had a role we had to do. Zoe had to be funny. I had to be a captain. Jack had to be a goalie. New guy. Tyler. Uh, Go check it out. It's, It's really good stuff. Comes out tomorrow at... Seven? Six? Six, I believe. Six. Go check that out. Uh, James, my first award. Very prestigious award. Mm-hmm. Is the murderer award. Murderer. 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 There's been another murder. I'm changing it. Oh. Okay. Sorry, BBD. Typed it so many places. I'm giving out the big poop award. Oh, I like that. Ooh, the big poop award. Also, murder could be involved. Okay. Uh, Matt Carpenter. Is that your guess? Locked and loaded. James, formerly the Murder Award, and now the Big Poop Award, goes to Matt Carpenter. 
What? On your face. Jimmy, easy with that. We're teammates, uh, but I am winning. Jim, the big poop I'm, I'm award. Jim, at first I was thinking of a murderer, but that was a little too heavy for talking Yanks. Then I was thinking of a big poop. When someone takes a poop, big poop, what do they tell you? They tell you don't go in there. And, man, if you're a pitcher throwing a fastball inside to Matt Carpenter, I got to tell you, don't go in there. What are you doing? He's going to hit a home run. He did again this series. After they showed the montage of my man grounding in the outfield, uh, he's becoming an icon across, I think, my sweet Jessica I just mentioned. Um she reposted the Talking Yanks video of Matt Carpenter because she's like, oh, I love grounding. I was like, all right. Yankees, Dude, Yankees fan, Jess. Can I talk about grounding? A little bit. I'm interested to see where you land. You know when you like something? Yeah. And then people take it away from you with some bullshit? Okay. I was worried it might go this route. I'm a barefoot guy. Right. Through and through. If it's summer and I'm not outside, I like being barefoot. If it's summer and I'm outside, I like being barefoot. I burn my feet on the boardwalk in this hot sand. Yep. When we played wiffle ball in my backyard, barefoot. Played football in my backyard, barefoot. Did anything in the grass. I was barefoot. I'm a barefoot guy. Never once, if someone asked me, why do you like barefoot, would I have said, I'm grounding myself with the earth. And now I'm out. I almost want to be a shoe guy because they're ruining it for me. Jim, I have fantastic news for you. Okay. You're a barefoot guy. You're not a grounded guy. Cameron Mabin did it so eloquently on the broadcast, and he had no idea. So they show the they show the tape of Matt Carpenter grounding, taking it all in, and then and then Ruko was like, "Cameron, you you do any grounding?" And he's like, "Well, you know, every morning I like to go in my yard and feel the grass on my feet and have my coffee. So I, I guess so." And that's what it is, Jim. People figured out. That sensation is a really good one. Like the going out, getting a little bit of grass under your feet to start the day, that's like natural. That's like how our ancestors used to do it. So I think that's grounding. Um, you like to be barefoot. I, I think you're on the extreme there and you can run fast. Well, I hard. like that. Like I like, I like being in grass barefoot. Right. And everyone kind of likes that to start. But never the day. once would I have told you it was a therapeutic technique. Well, they needed a way to tell other people to do that. For me to electrically reconnect with the earth. Yep. Like now I'm so worried that someone walks by me and I'm in my front yard barefoot on the grass and they're like, hey, hey grounding. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm just feeling the grass on my feet. That's in the words of Joe's McFly. None of my business. Like, don't put that Topanga nonsense on me. Uh, it's it's a real thing and it's nice. I love being barefoot on the grass. You're a barefooter. I was allergic to the grass they used in California in front of my house. It would give me a terrible rash. Still risked it every time. Yep. Barefoot. Barefooter. Yeah. Anything on Matt Carpenter? You got your first award? Matt Carpenter's awesome. He looks all right in right field. Yeah, he's he's there. You're not expecting a high level play, but he'll catch a fly ball. It's true. That is true. My first award, yes, is the 
Mm. That would have totally given away what it was. Right. It's the let's not award. (laughs) I have it down to two options in my head. Can I can I ask for a hint? Uh, <laughs> let's not do this. Would be like, how about I'll go I'll go Gallo. No, I'm over him. I'm not talking about him. Okay, I haven't talked about him in so long. Talked about him a little bit. I don't talk about him. Then your post game recap talked about him. Oh, he was the only guy in Game Three to not reach base because the pitchers. Let's go over yesterday's game. What went wrong? I go, well, hey, you shithead for brains. Seems like you're talking about him. You threw Gallo that low changeup first pitch. G-word. And then um, that guy, Crab now, whatever his name is, was like, nah, dude, we just, nah, don't worry about that. We met in the tunnel and just don't worry about it. Move on. Go high fastballs. And then they did. He went 0 for 3. Who's your word going to? Glaber. Let's not yeah. botch some routine balls because I'm in a great spot with you, Glaber. Like, I like you. I don't want you to be involved in a Soto trade if they're asking for you, which I don't think they're going to be asking for you. You've been hitting the hell out of the ball. Your numbers on the year are great, and you're making some really good defensive plays. But you have botched a couple routine ones, and let's not. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. On, on the air, they were saying how... Uh... Ruka was talking about how he's really good at pop-ups. Um, and and then he was saying, like, how he's a really good second baseman. And he was kind of... he. They were basically alluding to that he's been a better second baseman to DJ this year. And then they both kind of realized, like, that's just something you can't say on the Yes Network. So, Ruka was like, pop-ups only. It's just the pop-ups. I love the way he does pop-ups. And it's like, okay. You co- covered your butt there. Um yeah, I, I agree with you. It, it's something it's something to watch, and you wonder if it's trade rumors or whatever, but the base running thing was weird today. I, I don't know. I didn't mind that that much. It was, you tried to bait the guy, and guy didn't fall for it. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Booney kind of said the same thing in his press conference. He's like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't mind that much. I'd, I'd prefer a, a run hard and just get there over baiting it and get thrown out. Yeah, I don't know. It's not good. I'm not really yeah. defending it. I'm just not tore up over it. It's the routine error that he botched, not the one in left field, which goes as an E4. It's ridiculous. Double. They changed it? Yeah. Um, Whatever. Good. That shouldn't be an error on Glaber as a second baseman. It's an error on baseball. Like, that's stupid that when the shift came around, they didn't make, like, if you're like, how many errors did Glaber make at second last year? That one would come up. Right. And that's just dumb. It's just like blatantly wrong. Not accurate. Yeah. And Gallo, call him off, dog. Oh, wait. You're more scared than Glaber in left field. Mm-hmm. But no, I like I don't want to worry about you making routine plays, Glaber. That's fair. Yeah. So let's not. Let's not. Uh, Jim, great stuff. Thanks. My first second award because I'm closer to the big man upstairs than you for the second half of the year. Attempting to. 
No, I'm I am. Uh I'm grounding and I'm sealing. You're attempting. Jim, I'm gonna do the firm handshake award, and I think you're gonna go two for two today. IKF. Oh my god. Wrong. Uh it's DJ LeMayhew. You're not giving IKF a firm handshake? No. Um because that's all that's the most DJ would ever want from me. Um, doesn't want any conversation. Doesn't want any of Jakey Frills. He'd hate the park story I just told. Um, just a firm handshake, and I, I want to end on a positive note. He, he has another solid series of 400 on base. Um, his outs were crazy loud. Ruko was all over that. Um, you know, it, he, he just missed a couple homers to right center there. He's locked in. I, I've gone over the numbers the past couple episodes, but uh, DJ has been going for a little while. He's got a four war on the year. He's he's on pace for a six and a half seven war season. Uh, he's he's been full blown DJ twenty six from the twenty nineteen twenty twenty season, uh, minus some juicy bullsh. Uh, and yeah, that 2021, it just becomes more and more apparent <laughs> how hurt he was. I really, I don't know what his numbers are. Like, cause people still debate it. Like DJ doesn't look good. And then I'd be like, DJ's look back to normal. Like, and I understand both sides that people are like, cause I think he looks back to normal. Can I tell you the problem? The juice ball. In 2019, with the juice balls, DJ hit 327, 375, and had an 893 OPS. This year, coming into today, he was hitting 284, 390, uh, and an 804 OPS. So the OPS is down almost 100 points. The batting average is down 50 points. The OPS plus in 2019 was 136. This year, it's 132. So those numbers in 2019 seem so much more significant, but on a league average, this year he's doing what he did in 2019. I just like how much he's going to write. And the multiple... Like his approach looks back. Even if the results weren't good this year or whatever, you know, I'd still be like, well, this is DJ. Because last year it's just, it wasn't him. It was a different swing. It's a whole different like approach to an at bat, and I think for like games games he started, I think he had an eleven game getting on streak twice <laughs> pace going on. Like he's uh he's good DJ again, firm handshake. Good DJ again, doing bad math on numbers. It looks like he's got nine homers, a little more than halfway through the year. Let's call it halfway. That's on pace for eighteen few few juice balls. He's up to that 26 from 19. It's fixed. Ball's not juiced anymore. Good player. You gave out the firm handshake award. I'm giving out the skeptical nod award. Ooh. Uh, Skeptical but respectable nod award. Uh, Call it like um, father-in-law, girlfriend's dad nod. DJ with a 444 on base in his last 46 games. Um, okay, so we're given a a timid nod? No. Okay. Skeptical but respectful. 
A skeptical but respectful nod. Nod. So AKA, what, what name did you land on? AKA your girl girlfriend's dad's nod. Girlfriend's dad's nod. Um Oh. You're right. We should talk about Clark a little more. Dude, the fact you didn't get this one is wild. Nuts. It's IKF. Wow, it's like some it's like stuff there. It's like Robert De Niro kind of like in Meet the Fockers when Ben Stiller's character does something good. Right. And he's like, see you. Like, you didn't yeah. win me over yet, but oh. okay. One step. Mm, nice. Okay. Offensively, he's been good. Like, he's taking his A swing now. He took a bunch in this Orioles series where I'm like, whoa, shit. Dude just swung. Not Didn't try to just stop the ball with his bat. He actually, like, swung hard. Some were flyouts. I don't think he's got that much pop. But it was just cool to see him, like, actually swinging the bat harder. And he's been doing that on this recent hot stretch where he's hitting really well. He hasn't... He had one today that, like, Looked bad, but he's made some nice plays. He hasn't made a gut-wrenching error in a while. I think like six games. I care more about that gut-wrenching error than the offense. I always have. I've been consistent on that. But I do like that he's actually swinging now. Like, you can see it. It's like, oh, those two hands, hard swing. Today, that was a that was a weird one. And, like, you can't really, like, critique that one that much because... I don't know because Mullins is fast and and I think the average viewer is just like, oh man, you can't get every play. But then Ruko and Maben went in on it a little bit. Like counted the hops the ball took on the replay. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, yeah, but I'm I've trained myself to think he can't get balls in front of him. Right. But then Ruko and Maben went in. So I was like, yeah. But he's been playing really well. And that's what the numbers show defensively. The coming coming in compared to going to his sides uh, is the problem. We've talked about the Batman. I, I mean, I, I know we've been critical, and, and we've seen. I think this is his third hot streak this year. This has looked a little different. He's taking more a swings. I mean, it's still it's still not a lot of power, but you know, over sixteen game stretch. 333 with a 350 on base. It's still a 754 OPS, but that's. Again, in this in this year of baseball, uh, that's high level stuff. So, and yeah, the stick. I, I mean, you can. I would def- be your lawyer in court that it's it hasn't been the stick. Although there's been times when it hasn't been impressive. Um, it's been the routine grounders, which um, we'll see. Dude, on balls where he has to come in, he is. In, in outs above average balls that he has to come in. He is 269 out of 269 out of, uh, out of infielders or out of fielders in 2022. He's got to play shallower. <laughs> That's I didn't know it was that bad. It's 269 out of 269. Bottom. Yeah. But yeah, he can't charge a ball. He doesn't charge balls. So that's what they said in the replays. But his, his bat's been good and his defense has been, he hasn't made botched a routine one in a while. Yeah. 
but it's still skeptical. Like, all right. Like, oh, that's yeah. Step one. No, I mean, it's it's perfect. I, uh, I mean, you know, uh, the second movie I'm a big fan of because I, I like to think my life character is in that movie, uh, Ben Stiller's dad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I was playing it out. I mean, it's I could see IKF kind of winning you over with, you know, giving your family loved and taking care of your loved one. And then September 29th, he has like a two error game on routine grounders. And you're like, I caught you fucker. I just come outside with hmm. a bell and I just ring. It. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, a lot of it. You know, we've, we've talked a lot about IKF prospects, trade deadline, and we're going to know so much more in, in eight days. And I, I know you wanted to save a little time to talk about a couple topics, but also no game tomorrow. So maybe it's it'll also be what's hot on the press and probably the Soto trade that goes through. Sure. Why would you why would you take the two prospects out of the same game when you're losing and one guy is coming up to the plate and a chance for the cycle? And then, oh, it's just hot. Well, what about all the other guys you didn't take out? Jim, I I know that they get special treatment, but like you no, can take all your guys out. Like o- I, over All Star Game, we had a lot of talks about how guys get special treatment, and those would be the guys. So that's, that's where I'm not getting too hung up on it. Uh, I don't think that they got traded, but I think trade talks were happening, and it was like, hey, let's be safe. You'd let that guy hit for the cycle. Weird. I, I just, it doesn't pass the sniff test that they'd both come out at the same time at the same, to me. I think there has to be a little more involved to it. I hope so, James. Well, they're definitely being offered. I would. Sure. It's a trade discussed. deadline. I would bet my pinky finger down that. I would agree on that 100%. Like, I think if the Yankees are talking with Soto, which all reports are, like, it's a given that Dominguez is part of the package. And then it's, they got to massage some other stuff. But to even come to the table, the Yankees have to be like, yes, he is part of the package. Right. In my opinion. And my pinky fingers, whole survival rate. Right. Yeah. There's Pereira fans out there. Is that who it was? No, I'm just saying, like, if the Nats said we needed one outfielder, maybe it could be a shortstop in Pereira. It's for another time. Come on, Soto. I think they want the big boys. You got anything else you want to chat about? Uh, Stanton injury. We'll find out more Tuesday. Rizzo, we maybe didn't mention the whole ep. Yeah, I don't have much on him. I mean, Rizzo. This is like a... He didn't hit that well. He'll probably hit a couple later on. Donaldson, not too much talk about. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, have a take, hot or cold, one way or the other. He goes two for eight uh, with a walk. He struck out to end the game on a strike and tried to act like it wasn't a strike, and it was, like, right in there. That was kind of annoying. I still don't think he's a good at-bat. That's the only thing. Like, there's guys that come up, and I and I go, okay, like, we're going to have ourselves a battle. I don't know Donaldson's pitches per plate appearance, but of late, feels like at max it's four. And the average is probably less than I don't know. He's just he's just not a good at bat. Maybe he never is. 
He hasn't been the most know. fun to watch. Hasn't been great. Hasn't been great. We feels like we've been waiting all year to see it click defensively. He's been good, and the numbers grade him out really good. So yeah, it's a, it's just interesting if he ever. I thought the numbers grade Rizzo out bad. We're Donaldson. talking Donaldson. Oh, fuck. sorry, my bad. It's okay. All good. Um, Hicks left with cramping. I don't think we're worried about that really. In need enough bananas. Yeah. God. Cole ate all the bananas. Scarfed them. The yeah. Orioles saw what Cole did to banana and said, mm, you don't get bananas today. And now Hicks is out. I watched that video too many times. <laughs> it's good. I've beaten a banana like that before. Not the second half, but definitely the open and rip the top and then eat it. I've done that. I hadn't done that. Done I, I, could see, I could see where parts of the world that would work. And man, I uh, when I woke up and saw we had bananas this morning in our kitchen, I, uh, you know, my head dropped and I knew what I had to do. And man, those follow-up bites are insane. It's a full banana in your mouth. Yo, a full banana can fill you up. I have a full banana for breakfast sometimes. If you eat it that way, it will a thousand percent fill you up. Yeah. Well, I got to get it in there and get it out. To follow it up with the orange after was hilarious. That's that's sus. I haven't said that in a while, but that's sus. I mean, I don't know why. Like, like at I that think, point, you need an apple. Nestor has apples all the time. I think Garrett's got to deal with like one of the closest camera, like the guy in their camera well, and he's like, hey, if there's any ever some stuff of me in the Yankees dugout that's kind of weird, like let me know. And I think he told Garrett like, yep. Everyone saw you fuck up that banana, so, you know, just keep it rolling. Should have ate the orange with the out peeling it. If he went peel, I, uh... Are the Yankees, like, 13 and 15 in their last 28? Like, are they playing 500 ball in the last 30 games? Um, I can get some numbers for you if you like. I think it's a little better now with the Red Sox and this series. I love the Astros stuff. Yo, the Red Sox are awful. Oh, collapse Did you see all the mistakes again today? Sure did. Has to be the most amount of botch plays in two game span ever. Oh, you didn't see the stat. Yeah, I mean they're for five game span, it's the worst run differential ever. The twenty five. Obviously helps, runs. but yeah, I just mean like bad defensive plays. Mm-hmm. So bad. Let's see. The worst way to butter knife the Yanks would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses, and now five wins. So they're five and eight, and then before that, it's still good baseball. So, dude, you know who I could have given MF or two? Who's that? Uh, Herman. Yeah. Fuck out of here. I don't like you. Starting Tuesday. Is he? Yep. Why don't uh, they start Sears over him? Don't know. Or no, starting Wednesday, excuse me. And I hope he gets rocked. Yeah. Because then it's like... Sears not on the team. Great. Mm-hmm. We need a starter. We need a lot of things. Yeah. 
when World Series is on your mind, there's always more to do. It's just like, I'm not trying to be greedy. I just want the best player at every position, better than all the other teams. You're all over it, Big Daddy. It looks like my face is melting. A little bit. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you later. Go Yanks, Tom Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>